Hey there, my friend, and welcome to Magnetic Mindset with your host, Alyssa Simpson. That's me. I'm a mindset and manifestation coach empowering women to burn the rule book by handing them the pen to write their own. I am a wife, a fur mama, native Texan, and your new unorthodox, free-spirited best friend. And I cannot even start to tell you how excited I am that you're here today. So please sit back, relax, and get ready to magnetize your mindset. friends. This is a really special episode because this is the first episode that I am recording with a guest host. And I am so excited that it is my virtual friend, Shannon Gallagher. Shannon and I have chatted for, golly, it's probably been like two years now. We have just constantly been supporting each other on Instagram. We are both in the entrepreneurial world and the spiritual world, and she really is such a genius of her craft. It is so awesome to hear her talk and to know all of her knowledge that she has. And in this episode, you guys, we talk about aura colors and the big three in astrology and why it's important and how you can apply these things to your life, to your business, and how you can really understand a little bit more of the spiritual side, new modalities, and all of the really cool things that Shannon is so well-versed in. And from quitting her nine to five and starting her own online spiritual business, Shannon has been in your shoes and has built the path for you. She is a spiritual business coach who emphasizes finding a balance between a business strategy and your own intuition in order to create a business for you that is both soul aligned and purposeful. I mean, hello, don't we all need a little bit more of that in our life? So please, without further introduction, let's welcome Shannon to the pod, y'all. All righty, we have Shannon in the house. Hi, Shannon. Hello. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to do this with you. I have literally been thinking about, like I've been playing over the conversation that we haven't even had in my head all week. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait for Friday. (laughs) I love that. Oh my gosh, me too. I'm so excited. Yay. Okay, well, if you could start by giving the audience a little bit of who you are, and I would like to challenge you, this is something I'm doing this month, is if you can introduce yourself without... Tying in your business, your marital or partner status, or if you are a parent status. So who you are as just Shannon. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> um, whew, it's a little hot. I'm like, yes. wait a minute. What do I say about myself that is not my business, that is not my relationship? Okay. So um, let's see. So I, so my name is Shannon Gallagher. I am 28. I live outside of Philly and I went to school for communications and psychology and I love all things spiritual. Uh, I'm a yoga instructor and I also pet sit on the side. And I would say some like positive traits about me are my loyalty my passion, um, my reliability, Scorpio, Sun. I'm sure we'll get into astrology as well. But (laughs) I'd say like, those are kind of the things that when I think about myself, I'm like, all right, that's me. That's, that's my upbringing. That's who I am. Oh, I love that so much. You did great. I was like, okay, I'm gonna put on the spot. I did not even tell Shannon that was gonna be a question that I asked her. And you did great. (laughs) Okay, so Can you give us a little bit of a 
inner look into how you started your journey with tying in spirituality and your business. Yes, absolutely. So, so I'm a spiritual business coach. Um, I've been, like I said, super into spirituality pretty much my entire life. I've gone through like Reiki sessions. I became certified in yoga. Um, I love astrology. I love anything that is kind of woo-woo that helps you tap into yourself a little bit more. And so when I first started in the online space a couple years ago, I knew that I wanted to help other spiritual entrepreneurs pursue their businesses and really help them, you know, grow and get up and running. Because I think sometimes people and society are like, well, if that's some type of gift, we either one, don't believe you or two, mm -hmm. we're not going to pay you for it. And to me, like, if you are able to help somebody, you should be paid for it. So I really wanted to help, you know, spiritual entrepreneurs and, um, I switched from doing like administrative work for them into the coaching aspects because I definitely noticed, and you've probably noticed as well, if you are spiritual, you are a little bit more right, right brain with the creativity, the feminine energy, you're, you're letting whatever happen happen, which is so awesome. And I truly believe in that, but there needs to be some type of balance. And so I help spiritual entrepreneurs pull in that action side the strategy you know you you can put whatever you want out that feels good but if you don't have enough guidance and advice and information and knowledge on how to make the things that you want work work then it's probably not going to actually happen you know i think something recently in um social media especially and in the coaching industry you've probably seen a lot of business coaches, sales coaches, marketing coaches are like, you can't manifest your business. You actually need a strategy. And I'm like, yes, you need a strategy, but we need to blend the two because you need to be in alignment with what you want to do. You need to love it. You need to have passion with it. And you need to be listening to yourself internally because your mind is telling you don't do that. Or yes, you should be doing that. Keep yeah, going. 100%. You know? And the really awesome thing about the work that you do is there isn't a school for people with spiritual gifts to go to and get a degree and say, hey, look, I'm certified in teaching this really cool thing. So there's already that limiting belief inside of it. Like there's not really a place in society for me to grow and bloom and blossom. So let me find uh, until they find you. It's let me find a coach who can teach me business and I'll just kind of figure out my spiritual gifts on the side, which is shit. And what a lonely place to be, too. So not only are you bridging that gap for the people with the gifts and who want to bring their gifts to the world and like you said, make money and be compensated for that, you're helping them see like, hey, you can do this as an entrepreneur. You can do this as a solo business owner. And especially for women, I don't personally know any men who are in the spiritual business realm, but I feel like for women, a lot of times we try so hard to fit into the masculine box of business and it doesn't work for us. That's why we see so many women get burnt out so easy, or they just quit their job and go back to their nine to five or say, I'm not going to follow my dreams. I'm just going to stay at home with my family because there's nothing in society that works for me. And so many of us have that spiritual gift, whether it just be a good listener, right? To me, that's a spiritual gift, being able to let someone tell you their life, soul, their heart, everything and just listening. And so many of us don't know how to navigate making that into something like a business 
So thank God for you, Shannon, because everyone needs a Shannon in their life for real, especially the spiritual entrepreneurs out there because it can be hard and super fucking lonely. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. And you're so right. You know, there's this hustle culture that's (laughs) out there. If you want to have a business, you have to work 24-7. You have to be go, go, go. You have to be working super duper hard every single day. And if there isn't that blend and you're not listening to yourself, then like I said, like it's not going to go the way that you want and you're going to get incredibly burnt out. Even for me this week, I pushed myself a little bit harder. I'm launching a course or a program and um, the past two days, my energy levels were so low and it was just my body and my mind being like, you need to take a break. You have to rest, tap into your feminine energy, meditate for a little bit, you know, um, so there needs to be both. There needs to be the yin and the yang. Absolutely. And the sooner, I don't want to say the sooner because everyone's timeline is different. But for those of you listening, the more aware you are of that, the better off you're going to be. You are going to nip in the bud all of the heartache and headache that Shannon and I have both felt as entrepreneurs if you just listen to yourself and learn how to listen to yourself. It's not just one type of modality like there's so many and shannon is an expert on so many of them so we're going to dive into those but finding a modality that fits for you that you can really work inside of your business and just your life for those of you who are listening who are entrepreneurs please take one of these into at least a daily practice if not a weekly practice of something that you do so rolling into that what are I don't know. You told me so many of the things that you get stoked up about, and I want to have whole space for each one of them. But my three that I really want to talk about is how aura colors tie into us in one sense of it. And then the other sense of it, how can that be helpful to people in business trying to use that as a tool to just become better? Oh my gosh. I could talk about auras for like every single day of my life and like never end. (laughs) So I do want to shout out um, Mystic Michaela. She is the one that I've learned everything about because there's, you know, if you're a psychic, if you're a medium, you can sometimes see aura Mm -hmm. colors. And that's the part that I know about. Um, But like no matter you know whoever you are you may see different colors so like the colors that I know about are the ones that Mystic Michaela can visually Mm -hmm. see and then she explains to everyone what it is almost in like a personality trait or a vibe so if you can't see them you can pick up the colors that you think somebody probably Mm -hmm. is based off of their personality their actions their reactions how they feel internally and how they show up in the world. So um, where do I start? So when you find out what your aura colors are, it really benefits you from an entire lifestyle perspective of this is the way that you should authentically be showing up. So depending on the colors, so for example, um, there's more logical aura colors, there's more empathetic or empathic aura colors sometimes you may have like two or three of them where there's a blend between logic and empathic sometimes you might lean a little bit more logical um where you probably see leaders or kind of like tech nerds like they're a little bit more logical event planners they're really strategic they can plan everything out they lean a little bit more toward logical 
And then the empathic colors are those that are super creative, right brain. They are um, deeply caring and thoughtful about others. They can feel other people's energy. That's where a lot of spirituality comes from. So for mine, um, my colors are turquoise and green. Turquoise is my main color and that has a lot of healing properties. So similar to you saying listening, I can see people. I, without talking or or having a conversation with somebody, I have a feeling a lot of what they've gone through without even mm. hearing them speak about it. Um, and then green is my secondary color and green is very logical, techie, um, entrepreneurial as well. And so each color has their own vibe and their own personality. Some are strong, some are a little bit quieter or softer. And the more you find out about the way that you should be acting based off of your colors, the more authentic you're going to show up. Um, and then just one example that I have. So I used to work a corporate job. I'm sure a lot of people before they, you know, have their own businesses are in a nine to five that they probably don't connect with. They may hate it so much. They may get physically sick while they're like I did and their body and their mind are like, you got to get out of this, like get yourself out of this. And when I found out what my colors were, Mystic Michaela mentioned that I used to take on a yellow person's job, but my aura colors are not yellow. And yellow is the like um, hardcore planner that is really strategic, almost like to a level of um, always being put together at every single second and doing a ton of tasks and doing a lot of project management, which is literally what I was doing, but it was mm. almost too stressful for me. Like I can think of things from an analytical perspective and I can dive deep into topics that interest me from like a green side of things, but I was basically doing a job that didn't fit my aura colors. So she said, once I moved into the entrepreneurial side, once I started working with people, helping them directly that are spiritual, my aura colors are kind of shining more. I'm becoming more of myself because I'm not in a role that doesn't fit. With yeah, me. 100%. And the way that I am picturing it in my brain is you have your own specific colors. And like you said, whenever you are working in something that doesn't authentically fit to you, you take on that color and it kind of darkens or weakens your natural color. So it's the same thing, and correct me if I'm wrong, as if you are around people all the time who are negative influences or just people who are literally soul suckers. And there's a saying that I use all the time, and it's if you go to the barbershop all the time, eventually you're going to get your haircut. If you go with the intention to not get your haircut, eventually you will. And that's just saying that you kind of become what your environment is. And that directly sounds like what happened with you is you were in this environment where you had a really strong yellow structure vibe and color, and then you just absorbed it kind of naturally. Cause that's what happens when we put our energetic spirits in a place 
that maybe isn't meant for us, we do absorb some of it, even if we don't want to. It becomes kind of a part of you and your baggage along the way, unfortunately. Yes, that was exact. That was perfect. So perfect. Perfectly explained. Great job. Oh my gosh. I think, you know, I think you would super love like learning more about it, all the different colors and stuff. And I personally, like clearly I love it as well. And it's really helped me, I think, you know, become more of myself. So, um, and from, you know, an empathic standpoint, the, the empathic colors, are the ones that tend to absorb or take on other people's energy so much strong more strongly than like a more logical color so yes like being a turquoise for me i kind of mirror the environment that's around me a lot of times to almost show people their potential or show them what they may be missing about themselves and and turquoise being empathic i just picked up the yellow and i picked up the negative energy, I picked up the stress, the anxiety that everybody else on my team was having. And I took it on myself. And that's what ultimately caused me to be like, you know what, I need to get out of this. I'm not fit for this. And I need to find something that I'm really going to enjoy instead. And what was it that clicked for you? That really said, was it like an intuition? Was it did it come to in your dreams? What really said and or screamed? Shannon, you've got to get the fuck out of here. Like, this is not meant for you. It's killing you. you got to go. Because I think all of us have had, those of us who have transitioned from working a corporate nine to five, more of a, I don't know, what's the word, a con- conventional, conventional job, whatever the word is, um, to being an entrepreneur. We've all had that moment, that aha light bulb moment of, this is not serving me. And I have got to do something or else this is going to kill me. Maybe not literally, but spiritually, emotionally, physically, whatever. What was the moment for you that really sang home? Uh, I hit rock bottom. And I I want to make it clear to everyone listening, you do not need to hit rock bottom. I pray that you don't. And that's kind of a reason why I became a spiritual business coach, because I want you to start your side business while you are still, you know, in your corporate nine to five and can transition because I was able to make the transition very smoothly where I wasn't, you know, dipping um, between the two. But the rock bottom came from the stress and anxiety that I had Mm -hmm. while there. There was a lot of negative energy in my team and what we were doing. We all felt like our plates were overfilling with projects and tasks. And I physically was sick for um, two weeks, like every single day. Like I couldn't get out of bed. I lost 10 pounds. I wasn't able to drive. They put me on a lot of medications. I went to um, a therapist like three times in one week. I went to the regular doctor. I was like, what's going on? I think I'm dying. And luckily my family was able to like truly support me. I went and stayed with my parents during that time. Like I needed them to pick me up. I could not drive. And um, between like sleeping, every time I would wake up and have a little bit of energy, it was like a spiritual awakening. And I was writing in a journal, like every thought I had. And I was like, you are made for so much more than this. You are really just dimming yourself down in every way. And I started envisioning, um, 
some type of help toward spiritual entrepreneurs because I was spiritual already. I was in the middle of working on my yoga certification during the time as well. So I think even more deep stuff was coming up yeah. because of it. And um, I envisioned myself potentially having some type of like studio or community or wellness center where there were events coming in and there were all of these spiritual practitioners that were connecting and offering services and events. And I was like, you know what, with my skills that I'm doing in my corporate job, I need to just move them over into my like into a side business and start offering them to those that actually need it rather than the financial investors that I was helping previously. And um, when I got back into work, I took it very slow. I made sure that I was not stressing myself out in any way. And I started searching for ways that I could be, you know, doing things on the side, how to set it up. And um, that's what kind of moved me into it. I got a lot of help. I hired a coach. I took master classes and it was definitely an intuitive pull. And I think a lot of people, especially now, especially after the pandemic, have that pull of like, I should not be sitting at a desk. I should not be just doing paperwork right now. I want to find more purpose. I want to find more fulfillment. I want to have more fun. I want to have more flexibility. I want to live my life. And um, I've been able to do that. But I did hit rock bottom. Right. But you don't have to hit rock bottom. You can start right. literally you totally any day. Can. Hey, y'all. I just wanted to interrupt this episode real quick to let you know that the doors for Activated Abundance Academy are now open. Inside of this 15-week group program, we are going to be connecting mind, body, and soul all together in order to really start activating the abundance that is around you that you desire and that you have been calling in for far too long. So if you're ready to stop letting fear override your choices and get really crystal clear on knowing exactly what you're here for, being so ready to step forward, take the lead and to fully be seen, I'm talking like really, really be seen here, and to be so headstrong that you just stop striving and you finally start letting the universe support you wholly, then this program is designed for you, my friend. Now that the doors are open, they will be closing on midnight, September 22nd Central Time. You can sign up using the link that is in the show notes. And that again is Activated Abundance Academy. If you have any questions, you know where to find me. And I cannot wait to see you on the inside, you guys. Now let's get back to the episode. The thing that I want that to touch on is how you said how we all, a lot of people, like the collective have felt that shift after the pandemic of there's more to life than this. And something that, I say a lot to my clients, my audience, my friends, my family is for me, because you hit your rock bottom. For me, I don't necessarily think I've ever hit a rock bottom. I think I've always kind of known like, okay, cool, like we're too scared to do that. We're not going to do it. But after losing both of my parents in such a short time, that opened my eyes to how short life is. And mm -hmm. I told myself whenever I was working my corporate restaurant job, I was like, I'm giving myself six months. And this was in November of 2019 no idea what the fuck that, that the pandemic was coming. So with the six months from there, whenever it hit, I was like, I told myself I was going to do this. I cannot lie to myself. I'm out of here. So all of my, like my director, my GM, everyone thought I was leaving because the pandemic and I couldn't handle how it was affecting our restaurant. And I was like, no, I told myself this in November and I have to listen to it and I'm doing it. And so many people 
maybe not have had that much of a knowing or that mindset shift, but whenever it happened, it gave everyone the perspective that I had already had from losing both my parents. Life is too short. There's more to life than working. We need to experience that. And everyone that I talked to who is an entrepreneur who has started their business in the middle of the pandemic have all said that they want to do this so that they can actually live and actually experience life and get out of the rat race that so many of us kind of naturally fell into. Yes. Yes, completely. I think about it in such a similar way. Like, I mean, there needs to be some type of, you know, change to make this kind of stuff happen. And there needs to be a goal, almost like fitting it back into like the masculine energy of taking action. I did a really similar thing as you did where you said six months and I'm out of here. It is sometimes that like sudden, sudden thought where you're like, you know what, I'm giving myself this deadline. And I did the same thing. I was like April 1st, couple, I think it was like a couple weeks. At first I was like, oh, I'll wait till June or something. And then I was like, no, April 1st just sounds good. So I'm just going to leave by then. And I did. And I, I never looked back. So listening to yourself and what you really feel will also help you get there. Um, and, and holding yourself to it as well. Yeah. And to kind of transition into my next question for you, being able to identify, and I think with knowing your aura colors and just your energy overall is so validating whenever you learn it, because you're like, oh my God, that's, that makes so much sense because I am this way or I am that way. And I want to bring this into our big three. And for those of you who don't know, Shannon's going to give us a rundown what each of the big three is and what does it know or what does it do by helping us know what they are? Why is it important? What does it signify? Okay, so big three is really, really fun. I think I I look at my big three as a mission statement for my literal life. And you can come up with yours as well. Um, so your big three in astrology is your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising sign. Your sun sign is the typical, you know, if somebody goes, what's your sign? You're going to say that. That is where the sun was when you were born. So for me, I am a Scorpio. Alyssa, what, what are your big three? So my sun is Virgo, my moon is Libra, and my rising is Scorpio. Virgo, Libra, Scorpio. Okay. Yes. I'll probably have to ask you No, again. totally fine. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so your sun sign almost like encapsulates like you as a person. Um, you're going to have tendencies that relate to it because the sun is what we revolve around. Mm -hmm. And um, and then you go into your rising sign. Your rising sign is is the planet that was like rising when you were born. Um, everything relates to the time that you were born and the location that you were born in. So your rising is almost like how you show up in public settings to other people. If they think of you, they're probably going to think of your rising. So for me, it's a Leo and people are like, you're so confident, you're open, you talk, you like attention. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Like, yeah, it's true. The big hair, the blonde, poofy hair, like a lot people are always yeah exactly it's like a lion you actually tend to look like your rising sign um which is really cool as well and so that is like almost how pe other people view you and i almost think about it as like if you are 
at your highest good and you are like your happiest, most confident self, you'll probably exude the rising part of you mm. the most. And then the moon is like your internal, how you evaluate your own feelings, yourself, your emotions, what you think about, where your like deep thoughts come from. And you really only show your moon to like certain people. Um, it's kind of how you're going to act if you were just hanging out by yourself and, and doing deep thought. And um, so mine is an Aquarius. So, okay. So you're rising. Wait, go, let's go through it again. Your mm -hmm. Virgo sun. Libra. Your moon? Libra moon and Scorpio mm -hmm. rising. Okay. So wait, hold on. I feel like I, I feel like my rising is not that. Hold on. <laughs> It's either Scorpio or Sagittarius. And whenever you just said it back to me, I was like, oh, that doesn't sound right. Hold on, you guys. I'm uh oh. I know, my God. I'm because the worst. I'll be honest, I definitely see you as like a Sag rising. Um, but I could see a little bit of Scorpio in there. The Libra moon makes so much sense. So Libras are all about balance and like finding a collective thing that works for everyone. And I can feel it with you. Like your life needs to be in balance in order for you to be moving forward. So personally, like everything you're doing, you're like, how do we make this feel good for me? And how do I put this out to the world to be in a balanced state? How do I become balanced? So the rest of my life is balanced. And the Virgo, um, is probably where your structure comes from your discipline comes from as well for everything that you do you know you show up every single day you are you are constantly working toward yourself so you can be helping other people and so that's where your virgo comes from and then did you yeah, see what your scorpio. rising is it's scorpio okay so scorpio i wonder i guess i only think of this for you as like well, Scorpios are very, very loyal. So I can see that you're loyal to your, your family, to your community, to your followers, to your friends. And then also Scorpios are a little bit more into the mm -hmm. transformational side of things, really becoming your true self in this life. You're probably um, a little bit more deep about things than others. You probably get hits about people a little bit more than others do. Like you don't just see surface value. You're like, yeah. mm, I know what's going on underneath the surface. And so from a mission statement point of view, so for mine being Scorpio, Leo, and Aquarius, Scorpios are where the passion comes from. Leos is the leadership part. And Aquarius tends to be like, helping the little people doing things in a unique way. So I consider my mission statement to be something like, you know, my passions lie where I'm leading others to their purpose, to their destiny, to their fulfillment. And so for yours yeah. being right. And I, I, um, I, I learned a lot about astrology from so many different people, but my one friend, Brie, um, healing with Brie, she, talk to me through that basically almost like creating that mission statement and so for yours virgo libra and scorpio i kind of think about it in like you have the ability to create the structure and balance in people's lives through like mm. deep transformation and do you think that that resonates 100%. with what you do yeah it's very much 
a lot of the clients I do work with have a really good understanding of who they think they are, right? But they're hiding some some form of them. And it's always the part that is the most interesting, right? That's why I'm always like, let your freak flag fly. Like you do you, no one gives a shit. And if they do, then they're not meant for you. So let that piece shine. And it's the always, well, how? How do I get comfortable doing that? How can I make that happen? And I think that's where my structure comes in for sure. Cause it's almost like, okay, you wanna know how? Here's your personalized blueprint. Take it with you, learn it by heart, know it, and go forward, my child. <laughs> and you have the ability to dissect the like structure that needs to be done. And like you said, in a customized way, because you can really feel and understand in a deep way of like what somebody actually needs. So yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. So it's really cool, you know, your big three, if you believe in astrology, really can show you what your life's purpose is you yeah, know 100 and it's funny you said when you believe in astrology there was this video that i saw and i sent it to um, my girl vanessa who does my birth chart readings and stuff because she's just so much more well versed in it than i am and it's so true because the video was like you know there's aren't you don't just believe in astrology either you understand it or you don't because it's not a belief like it's it's real like it's out there it's not some weird psychic woo woo i feel this way like it's it's real like it's real life it lives in the universe and they were even saying how there was a guy oh god i'm gonna do such a horrible job explaining this but bear with me there was a guy who was very wealthy back whenever the time the titanic was being built and he purchased a ticket to be on the titanic but he ended up not going because he checked his astrology charts and it said that, like neptune was in retrograde and some other horrible shit that he was like mm. This means that I should not be getting on a boat, being at sea, whatever. And he didn't go. And we all know what happened in the Titanic, right? So it is, it's such a cool way to, again, validate what's going on. And my husband, he jokes all the time because I'll be like, oh, you know, Mercury's in retrograde. And that's the main one that I tell him about because it's the main one that I feel the most effect from. And days that he feels kind of off, he asks me like, is Mercury in retrograde or something? And I'm like, oh, look at you trying to get in with the talk. But no, it's not. You're just having an off day. You're fine. The moon is full though, or whatever the hell is going on. <laughs> that is so, so sweet. And I love that he is like, trying to learn about it, yeah. you know, and like be, be a part of you of a part of your interest and like supporting you in that way. That is so great. And I love it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it's um, so that I feel that a lot of people like you and I, who are more spiritual, who are more in, I would say into this, but it's just engraved in our DNA and who we are as a person. You will not always have the support that you think that you desire because the only support you really need is from yourself. And it's almost like the same thing with getting your haircut, going to a barbershop and never getting your haircut. If you just continuously show up as your true authentic self, other people don't have a choice but to match whatever energy you're putting out there. It's going to also yep. empower them to be themselves. And even though I have a lot of friends and family who are like, oh, this is just the weird heavy of the group. Like, just let her be. Like, she's just a little weird. It's fine. They still accept me for who I am because I don't give them an option not to. I'm like, this is me. This is how I show up. If you don't like it, then that means we're not meant to be. And if you are here and you enjoy it, then hell yes, let's keep this party going and just know that I might be a little different than you, but I'm not going to stop being myself for the sake of making you feel more comfortable. And that's something that I want everyone to take away from this. If you're listening to this and this is the first time you've heard about the big three or your aura colors or whatever, it's okay. 
<laughs> like it's okay to learn something new. Maybe you're going to walk away from this episode and dive deep into one of the topics Shannon and I have talked about, or you're just going to feel very validated in knowing that you're not alone because there are so many of us out there. And something that I talk about often is finding the people that are out there that are similar to you. That's the communal part of our brains is what is being missed so much in the entrepreneur space. And the more we can find like-minded souls, the easier it's going to be, the less isolated it's going to feel, and the more empowered you're going to be to go out there and be your authentic self and shine how you want to shine because you're not alone. You're not doing this on your own. We're, we're out here, I promise. You just gotta come find us because we're we're done searching. We're just kind of at the lighthouse now, but we're shining our light for you to come find. <laughs> that is like such a perfect way to say it. And you mentioned it a couple minutes ago about how energy matches energy. Mm-hmm. So whatever you're putting out is what's going to come back to you collectively. And um, I hosted a workshop yesterday and it was all about kind of the feminine energy and really like taking the time to sit with your own thoughts and listen to yourself and question yourself as well. And um, we talked about our fears and uncovering our fears. And with success, a lot of fears come. And with growth, a lot of fears come. And it can be lonely. But as you're growing, if you are growing, you are finding more like-minded people. You are finding people that really resonate because that's how you're growing, you know? Um, But at the same time, a big fear that people sometimes have is showing up and being yourself and putting yourself out there because of, you know, the haters, the bots online, the people that have no idea who you are and they just want to troll. And of course, that's going to be a fear for you. But just remember, like, if you're getting the trolls, it means that you're growing enough to be seen and and people are actually resonating with you. That's how you're growing. That's how you're becoming more known, more successful. And if you are able to release those fears of people not liking you and you just showing up as yourself, you are going to connect with the right people and you're yeah, going to find 100%. that alignment. <laughs> it's so funny because I stopped posting certain things on my TikTok because it just seems a lot more sensitive over there than it does on my Instagram. And mm-hmm. I finally stopped that about two months ago. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to share the same message, the same thing, exactly how I'm saying it. If they get offended, it is what it is. If they leave those stupid little comments that I'm privileged or whatever the fuck they like to throw in my face. I, I had that mentality of like, it is what it is. Who cares? I haven't had a single one. And I've been posting the exact same things that I was before. There's not around. And what really helped me make that shift, because we all we all experience that. We want to be accepted and loved and welcomed with open arms. But whenever people project negative stuff onto you, that's exactly what it is. It's their own projection. It says nothing about who you are as a person or what you're doing. And if anything, if they're super fucking triggered by what you say, they're going to think about it and it's going to sit with them and they're going to hear your voice in their head. And eventually maybe that can help. Maybe that can be the thing that cracks open their being a little bit for the greater good. So don't stop sharing your message. There are people in history and the people like Shannon and I, and like those of you who are listening, who have have blazed a path, who have walked the path, who have done the work, who are the lighthouses, have always gotten criticized. Okay, Jesus, Buddha, Gandhi, think of all of the spiritual people who have come before us. They weren't welcomed with the most open arms either. 
but they still had such an impact. And that is the most important thing to remember when you're thinking of shedding that fear and when you're thinking of letting go of all the limiting beliefs is I don't really care because it's happened before. It's going to happen again and it's not going to stop with me, but I'm not going to let that be excuse to not push forward. And the final question that I have for you, Shannon, is if you could give anyone who's listening a piece of advice, what would it be about finding their passion within their business and really going after that little bit of spiritual woo inside to bring it home? So it it takes a lot of deep diving into yourself, taking the time. So before you can even create the action, you need to know what you want to do. So even in like some of my programs, the first session or two is usually just brainstorming so much brainstorming sitting with yourself writing down what do I want how do I feel what am I afraid of why am I afraid of this what are actually my interests and then start researching that's the next step research do I actually want to do this or is this just you know some fleeting thought or idea and the things that are going to stick and they're going to be in the back of your mind like oh I should really do that oh I'd really want to do that now I'm starting to see things related to it popping up. That is your guides telling you to move forward with it. And that's when you need to start creating the action, setting up the goals. And then I like to kind of go backwards and how to, what are the steps to hit that goal, basically. Um, but everybody has some type of passion and you it might just take a little while to find it or try it. But um, the internet is free. You can search whatever you want nowadays. And, um, and, and it just takes a little bit of like internal, internal. Thoughts. Yeah, I totally agree. And if you are sitting here racking your brain of what is my passion? How could I use it to make money? People sell their farts online, you guys. So literally you can make money doing anything as long as you have the passion and the fire behind it, you can make it happen. So Shannon, thank you so much. I know we're laughing because I'm ending this with farts. How appropriate. <laughs> but I appreciate you so much for coming on. And I cannot wait to have the audience come and find you. If you could let us know what you have going on, roll out your red carpet, where we can find you. How can we work with you? What do you got? Yes. Okay. So uh, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at shannong.virtually. And right now I am launching the Balanced Business Mini Mind, which is, it kind of just ties into what we were talking about, especially in the beginning. You know, you need to have a little bit of both the feminine and the masculine energy. You need to find that balance. So the Mini Mind is just four weeks long. So it's just a month long, um, not like a huge time commitment. And we're going to work together in a group setting to clarify what we want, what our desires are, tap into that feminine energy, and then also set goals, learn how to manage our calendars around those goals, and definitely add in a lot of woo-woo. My friend is going to do mini psychic readings on career one oh. day, and um, yeah, oh. I'm really excited about that. She is the absolute best, and we'll do um, a lot of workshops around creating abundance, how to manifest properly. Um, and also how we can connect with our spirit guides to make sure that we really are on the right path. So 
really excited about all that. I'll send you a link if people want to ah. join. Um, I'll give a discount to your your listeners. If anybody wants to join, we start Awesome. And what is the discount? And I will add all this information into the show notes, y'all, so you don't have to worry about writing it down. I'll add Shannon's Instagram where you can find her, her link to join her mini mind. And what is the discount that the listeners can expect to get when they join? Thank you. So um, pre-sale is happening now, but I'll keep pre-sale open till uh, probably till the beginning of September um, for anybody that's listening. So right now the like launched price is 888, but for anybody listening, you can join for 777 for the entire Oh, program. awesome. What a steal, you guys. So I'm going to drop that link in the show notes. Make sure you go and give Shannon a big shout out. And we'll talk next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning in today. Your support is so appreciated. And I would love to hear your feedback on this episode. Make sure to leave a review. And when you screenshot this and share it with your friends that you're tagging me on Instagram at underscore Alyssa Simpson X. I'll see you next week. Bye.